doubt we got knocked to the mat, but we have to get back up for Madison. We're just lacing up for the fight. Thanks for tuning back in. I'm Paul Showens, and this is round 11 of the fight. This month, I want to talk about the Make-A-Wish Foundation. I'm sure you've heard of the Make-A-Wish, but just in case you haven't, here's a short explanation. Make-A-Wish is a nonprofit organization founded in the United States that creates life-changing wishes for children with a critical illness. The national headquarters and founding chapter of Make-A-Wish is in Phoenix, Arizona. The organization grants wishes through its 60 chapters located throughout the United States. Make-A-Wish also operates in 45 other countries around the world. Now, how does someone get granted a wish? First, they have to be nominated. Children who may be eligible to receive a wish can be referred by one of the following three ways. By a medical professional treating the child, a parent or legal guardian, or even the potential wish child themselves. In order to refer a child, the appropriate referral source can use Make-A-Wish's online inquiry form or contact Make-A-Wish chapter closest to them. All medical information is considered confidential and is not discussed with outside parties unless it is required for the wish and the child's parent or guardian has given their consent. A child with a critical condition who has reached the age of two and a half and is under the age of 18 at the time of the referral is potentially eligible for a wish. After a child is referred, the child's treating physician must determine whether the child is medically eligible for a wish based on the medical criteria established by Make-A-Wish. In addition, a child cannot have received a wish from another wish-granting organization. Each Make-A-Wish chapter follows specific policies and guidelines for granting a child's wish. Make-A-Wish works closely with the child's physician and family to determine the most appropriate time to grant the wish, keeping in mind the child's treatment protocol or other concerns. Most wish requests fall into five categories. I wish to go, I wish to be, I wish to meet, I wish to have, or I wish to give. So now that we know how the process works, let's get into why I told you all that. Madison's a wish kid. Kristen was approached by a coworker of hers, Peg Maxwell. She wanted to know if it would be okay with us if she nominated Madison for a wish. We agreed and before long were contacted by the organization to tell us she had been nominated and that they would begin the vetting process soon. Surprisingly, the process was very quick. They let us know that Madison had been approved and that we would be getting a call from our wish team very soon to arrange a meet and greet. Kristen received that call from Rochelle. She'd be our wish grinner and wanted to come meet Madison. The arrangements were made for the following week. Rochelle arrived with her wish partner, Lauren, and explained to us how this would proceed. They would talk with us as a family first, and then they would leave us, the parents, downstairs and take Madison, with Kylie in tow, upstairs to discuss her wish privately. Now, let me explain why they do this. They do this to make sure the child is asking for something they really want, and not something that the parents may have coached her on. I know, that sounds crazy, right? But it happens more than you'd think. Google it. It's kind of gross. Anyway... So, they go upstairs and hang out in Madison's bedroom and get all the details and nuances of Madison's wish, and they come back downstairs with the preliminary outline to present to us. Madison wished for a princess playhouse. What she envisioned was her own princess castle with swings and slides and a playhouse to spend time in. Rochelle and Lauren plan to meet up with us again soon to finish fleshing out Madison's wish. That meeting would take place over ice cream sundaes at Sweet Treats in Liverpool. We met them there after work one evening. The kids laughed and giggled over their Sundays as they looked at all the options for Madison's Playhouse. 
We were there for two hours, and when we walked out, the plan was set in stone. The playhouse would have three swings that could support adults because Madison wanted to be able to swing with Mommy, as well as two different slides, a standard one and a twisty slide, also strong enough for the grown-ups to use. We would meet with Rochelle and Lauren over the next couple of months or so for status updates and other social visits. Finally, Kristen got a call from Rochelle to plan the big day. The crew would be coming up from Pennsylvania to build the playhouse in a single day. And we would then have the reveal party that afternoon, so we needed to plan strategy with our wish granters. What ended up happening was this. The crew would arrive in the morning while the kids were at school and begin the process. We would need to intercept the kids as they were getting out of school and take them off to do something until it was time for the reveal. This was accomplished solely by Kristen. I had to work that day and would race home in time to meet them at the driveway as they returned from their visit with Coach Mo. I greeted the girls and we headed up the driveway together. Madison was looking around curiously. From the driveway, you could clearly see balloons floating from the backyard and there were a ton of cars parked along the street. We reached the gate at the fence and swing it open for the kids to see, and there's video to back this up. I may or may not post it. And the girls were stunned. Madison's mouth fell open with a gasp as she took in the scene. There in the yard stood a 12-foot tall, pink and purple princess castle with two yellow slides, two tra traditional swings, and a round net bottom swing. The end with the three swings was covered by a large sunshade, so Madison does not have to be hot. No, I'm serious. That was one of her requests. This playhouse is a thing of beauty. It has four legit windows that slide open with full screens, a table and chairs for tea parties, a mailbox that, at the time of the party, had an envelope inside welcoming Madison home with a gift card from Fast Track, and on the tower peak flew a pink flag. As overwhelming as it was to see Madison's wish become reality, the show of support was even more touching. Our backyard was filled with people, ranging from friends and family, co-workers, Make-A-Wish and Fast Track representatives, and even teachers and the principal from the girls' school. Everyone came out to celebrate with us. There was food and drink supplied by Fast Track, and their pizza was so good. Seriously, if you haven't gotten a pie from them, do it. You won't be disappointed. Soon after the reveal party, two things happened. First, we received word that we would need to go to the Make-A-Wish office for Madison's star ceremony. So, the star ceremony is pretty much what it sounds like. Every Wish kid gets their own star, and it gets placed on the Wish wall in their local Make-A-Wish office. It was a very nice event. We arrived and started off in a cafe-style setting where we were served pizza, salad, and drinks from Fast Track, and they had a projector and screen set up with a slideshow of all the current class of Wish kids in their Wish stories. The kids ate and colored, and we chatted politely with the other families and the staff that was making their rounds around the room. Soon, they'd call us into another room for the ceremony. It's more of a living room setting, with a couple of easy chairs, a staircase, and many folding chairs set up. The fireplace was the focal point, though. On both sides and directly above the fireplace were so many small stars. They looked to be wooden with a brushed steel face. Each one had a name and date inscribed on it. Off to the right of the fireplace, though, was a bare section of wall. That's where Madison's Wish class would place their stars. One by one, they would call the Wish kid up and talk to them about their experience and then lead them to the wall and help them place their star. When they called Madison, she stood up from her chair and started towards the center of the room, and then she stopped dead, turned back to us, looked around and locked eyes with her little sister and waved her forward. It's a perfect illustration of who Madison is. She's so good 
She always wants to include her sister in her experiences, but I digress. The girls went up and answered the questions and talked about their wish. When the time came, Madison was handed her star and strode to the step stool to mark her place in history. And right by her side? Yeah. Kylie stood right there with her. The second thing that happened began a process that still continues to this day. Madison has been selected to be a wish ambassador for Make-A-Wish, and it all started when they asked if she wanted to be a part of the Make-A-Wish calendar. We asked Madison, and of course she wanted to be a part of it. They put us in touch with their photographer, and we scheduled the photo shoot. They came to us for the photo shoot because they wanted to feature the playhouse in the photos. The photographer was great. She took shots of Madison, then some of both of the girls, and even did family portraits, all free of charge, and they came out great. Some of those shots of both of the girls still hang in our living room. Now, at this time, we would have to wait for an official unveiling of the calendar at the Wish Ball, which would take place in September. This is a black tie affair and it's a huge fundraiser for Make-A-Wish. We were given a table at the event and had quite an entourage in tow. Kristen, me and the kids were joined by Coach Mo and Melissa, both of which I've told you about before. Also joining us were my mother, Judy, and my Aunt Brenda, as well as one of my very best friends, Dakota. Finally, Madison was asked to make appearances as a Wish Ambassador in support of and at the Miss Orange Fan Luncheon. First, Madison and Kylie would appear with other Wish Kids on Bridge Street, a local morning show on ABC. It's kind of like a local version of Good Morning America. The kids appeared with Syracuse University basketball coach Jim Beheim for an interview segment about the luncheon. It was very cool to get to meet the legendary coach and watch him interact with the kids. I also have video of this, and maybe I'll post it. And it wouldn't be long before the girls would see him again. They saw him at the event itself. The Miss Orange Fan Luncheon is a yearly fundraiser for the university basketball program that only women can attend. It's a luncheon where the women get to spend time with the players and bid on raffle items and experiences with the other players. The kids were there to accompany the players into the event. I hear it was super fun and they had a blast. So that about wraps up everything I've got for Make-A-Wish. Please, if you can, support them. It's a phenomenal organization that helps so many kids. And... That's going to about do it for today. Join me back here for the final episode of the fight. And until then, I'm Paul Showens and we're just lacing up for the fight. The Fight is a Geek Pod Network production. This episode was written, produced, hosted, and mixed by Paul Showens. That's me. Script editing, courtesy of Tim Connors and Kaylee Galliano. Theme music is Come Flight by Fleslet, courtesy of the Creative Commons license. If you like what we're doing here, leave us a review on iTunes or visit our website, www.thefight.geekpod.com, where you can reach out to us and find out much more about this awful, terrible disease. Thank you.